Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 349, recorded live on Sunday, March 2nd, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who couldn't record on Saturday, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who is uh, extremely thankful for that, Andy Lowe. Hi. Extremely thankful that we couldn't record yesterday. Yes, because... um. I'm not sure what I caught earlier this week, but normally when I get sick, I go... Is this, is this something I actually want to hear? Well, do you know how when I get sick, like, I drop like a stone. You, you crash, yeah. But I only crash for like 24 hours, right? So yesterday was the 24 hours. No, 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 no. No? I've been under the weather since, like, I think it started coming on to me on Monday. Andy, are you, what, what's, what the hell? I don't know, but I've been coughing, I've been stuffed up, it's just been bad, and it's kept, it, it, I, it's been bad. So you've been sick for a week? Yeah, I know, which I was at this point yesterday, also still under the weather. So I am much better a day later than what we would normally be recording at. My also apologies if I do seem a little nasally. Stuffed up. Because I'm still a little stuffed up. But I do not have the uh, smoker's cough that I had yesterday. Unless Dave makes me laugh, then you might hear it. Oh, man, is that tempting. It's at that point, you know, where you can breathe normally until you start to chuckle. Or, then... or take, like, one of those really deep breaths. Nope, I'm good on that. Okay. It's just that the chuckling, if somebody makes me laugh... Then. But that's a challenge, Andy. <laughs> Sorry. You, you can't just say that and like it's going to be running through my mind the whole time. Like, what can I say? What can I do or say right now that's going to make him just burst out laughing? I always go for the punchline. So that's just my normal MO. Right. So like, what can I do to force the issue and get you to laugh? I don't know. Um, also, uh, I'm glad that we're doing it today because one of our major servers at work went down yesterday. And so I was actually at work yesterday, and I was actually also at work today. earlier today. Not just at work, but like running around to different computer stores, which all happened to be closed on Sunday. That and, you know, trying to find network cards. If you go to... I, Dave, I'll give you five bucks... If you can go to an Office Depot or an Office Max and try and find any sort of wired connection. You can buy switches. You can buy Cat5, Cat6 cable. But try and actually buy a NIC card? Good luck. Wireless NICs. Oh my gosh, they've got six ways to Sunday. But wired networks? Huh. Even Best Buy did not have wired NICs. So make sure to have one on hand. That's that's what it seems. Which is funny because we had one on hand. What happened to it? Well, um, so most of the stuff you realize in radio stations now is entirely digital, right? It makes sense. Yes. Yes. And so the uh, server that lets you communicate with all this digital audio uh, was having a network issue, which we knew that might be a problem. We knew it would be a, a serious problem if the network connection to the server went down. So we even actually had a second NIC card in the server ready to go. So all you'd have to do is, oh, the network card is having issues. Disable one network connection, enable the other one, cord, cord, boom, you're done. Mm -hmm. The uh, second NIC card would not enable. Ooh. 
So my boss actually had to grab a spare server from the corporate offices in Wausau, Wisconsin. I know where that is. Yeah, that's where our corporate offices are, and drive that over here yesterday. That is a long drive. Yeah, especially in the weather. It normally takes about six and a half hours for him to drive. It took him, I think, nine. Oh, because it was snowing yesterday, too. Yes. Like all day. Yes. And the kicker was... My boss was actually just over here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So he drove back home on Friday, got home to turn around, grab a server, and drive back again. And now we've got this other server that we're trying to work because our software does not work with server 2012, which is what the server is. We're trying to downgrade a 2012 server to a 2008 server. It's It's a mess. Just just (sighs) leave it there. It is a mess. Yes. Yes, it is. So I got to deal with that. On Saturday and earlier today. So that is why I'm glad we are recording late on Sunday because most of the chaos is now behind me and now we just have the podcast and stuff I actually wanted to do this weekend ahead of me. How's your running going, Andy? Oh, I have been, since I've been sick, I have not been running. So yeah. So you're even further behind. I've been keeping up with it so far. It's just this past week. It's kind of hard to... um run when you can't breathe. I think it's hard to do a lot of things if you can't breathe. It's hard to do anything that involves living if you yes. cannot breathe. Yes. So, yeah. All right. So Crazy, crazy weekend for you then. Yep. Kind of sucks. My apologies. Yeah. So what? Those are the breaks. Yes. Does that really hit the, the expression? Those are the breaks? Those are the breaks. Let's see if there's... Laura says them's the breaks. It's a dialect version of those are the breaks. It means sometimes you get good breaks, sometimes you get bad breaks. That's the way the cookie crumbles? I guess so. See, there's a... I can't believe there's an entire forum to word references. Of course there are. Everybody says, oh yeah, we use that around us, but we don't know where it comes from. Well, that's great. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. As I said, like, where where is this actually coming from? I, I don't know. That's them breaks. No. <laughs> no. That, yeah, that one didn't work. My apologies. That's them breaks? No. No. There's me trying to be urban. Them's the breaks. Them their breaks. Them there thar thou breaks. Thar breaks. Thar them. No. So should we actually hit topics before I get more tongue-tied? I fuck. I don't know. I, I kind of like getting you tongue-tied like this. I think it's working out quite well. Literally, I got tongue-tied when saying, saying the word tongue-tied. Yes. Oh, this you, is going to be interesting. literally did. This will be a long episode if Andy just keeps getting tongue-tied. So. So. How about something? What did you have here with Aereo? What's updating with that? Uh, so Aereo in Utah. Remember, we, we had that recently where Aereo could not actually sell anymore yes which was kind of like a a half win for the telecom companies yes the television companies and and Aereo was going like this is not going to work for us and the court said too effing bad uh the court actually said okay you know what fine you have 14 days before the the injunction so basically the injunction got a temporary injunction (laughs) wow that's uh that's something yep also, it's evidently not just Utah. It was six areas, six states. Colorado, Montana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Utah, and Wyoming. Okay. So, so but- for, for two weeks, they can continue to sell, which means they'll be selling pretty aggressively. Yes. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. The injunction got an injunction. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Okay. 
So speaking of court cases, yes, a federal judge in the EA NCAA CLC's player union whole thing mm-hmm. um, unsealed some federal documents or court documents. Ooh, like opened to the public unsealed, not yes. I found this sealed set of documents. No, no, this is so they she released it to the public. Yeah. Um, Turns out, back in a January 2007 meeting with an NCAA study group and several corporate sponsors, made it pretty clear that EA really wanted to put student-athletes in the game to make it more realistic. And, in fact, I believe EA basically told them, we're doing this. Yeah. And they said, oh, yeah, if we do this, then, you know, we'll we'll put some, you know, NCAA-related things in there, maybe. (laughs) Okay. And also, some of the companies in attendance wanted to link current college athletes with their products in the game. Huh. And they said, not being able to use footage or pictures of those athletes in advertising made the effort lose relevance with the public. So, this made it So, basically, like, a lot of companies wanted to be very, very greedy. Yes. And the NCAA was told about this? Oh, they were, this was an NCAA study group and corporate sponsors meeting. So the NCAA should have known about this since it was their own group that was meeting them. Right. So what's, what's the fallout of this? Well, since most of the court stuff has already been settled, it's, it's just a, a silly aside where it's just like, oh yeah, that's. You guys were as greedy bastards as we all thought you would. Okay, so this is just kind of confirming like everything that happened. This yes. isn't anything. No, this new. isn't really. No, this is. Re- it's it's new information, but it's not new information. It's, it's not shocking. It's not no. like hey, this is going to alter the the way that the case went. Nope. This is just hey, confirmation. Corporations are jackasses. Are it dicks. seems like total dicks. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of jackasses and dicks, Comcast. Yeah. There's actually two of them. First off, Netflix has agreed to pay Comcast to ensure Netflix movies and television shows stream smoothly on Comcast's network. Okay, so we do need to talk about this because that's like huge net neutrality type sort of thing. Yes. But no. But no? It's not actually net neutrality. It's a really bizarre gray area because Comcast and Netflix didn't make a deal such that Comcast would give Netflix priority over other people. Netflix is going to work with Comcast to basically build a side infrastructure for Netflix. Oh, so Netflix will basically be a sub-level of Comcast's network? I, I think... Like, they'd been talking about not just altering the the way that the pipes were working, but adding new pipes. Oh. Because, you know, the internet is a series of tubes. Yes, of course. Oh, man. So, you gotta pay to play now, it seems, for everybody. That's the concern. I'm not sure that that's how it'll end up being, but that that is indeed a scary concept. Man. It seems a little sad, though, that, uh... Netflix would probably go to Comcast and go, hey, we're hearing complaints about our customers on your network. And Comcast is like, well, if you pay us some money, we can work on it. It, I I don't know. That doesn't seem right. Nope. It seems like it's how the business is supposed to be going, though, God. I mean, that's how they are running it, and, and it's problematic. And I really hope that the FCC kind of gets their act together. And says, hey, hey, stop it. I feel like it should be Comcast's 
should be paying their money to, you know, keep up their own networks. Not having the people be like, oh, if you want to play on our network, then you got to pay to be on yeah. our network. I mean, aren't they making like record amounts of money? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and paying their CEOs incredible bonuses. Mm-hmm. So do we feel bad for them? It's Comcast. I never feel bad for them. Right. Like, that's kind of my point. Yeah. Oh, Comcast. So the other piece of Comcast news. Yeah. The Comcast Time Warner Cable is going to have a Senate Judiciary Committee meeting. Where the Senate will say this is why it shouldn't happen? The hearing is to figure out how the merger might affect market competition, television services, internet pricing, and more. How it will affect? I can tell you how it'll affect. It'll crush it. Oh, yeah. Which... I linked this article rather than the article that it got its source from because this second paragraph here points out something that I completely forgot about. Which is? Well, for the fact, you know, Comcast owns NBC and therefore owns a bunch of... Content? Yeah. Yeah. What's... Com- I, I'm missing something. Yes. Well, read the, read the second here. It's the, Comcast would secure other media properties into addition to owning NBC Universal. So it will now own New Line Cinema, Time Incorporated, HBO, Turner Broadcasting System, CW Television Network, the WB, Warner Brothers Kids, Kids WB, Cartoon Network, Boomerang, Adult Swim, CNN, DC Comics, Warner Brothers Animation, Cartoon Network Studios, Hanna-Barbera, and Castle Rock Entertainment. That's a lot. Yep. Because that's all part, right, because they get Time Warner, and Time Warner owns a ton of stuff. Yep. Huh. So it seems the line between, because in the past, there used to be a very definite, clear line. Well, actually, in the beginning, there didn't used to be a line. The people who were producing and the people who were broadcasting were one and the same. Westinghouse, yeah, Westinghouse was producing the radio show that was broadcast on the Westinghouse network. Right. Then independent productions started to pop up, and uh, uh, trying to think of a, a production that was created. Heck, Big Bang Theory is run by NBC Productions, I do believe, or is it Warner Brothers? But anyway, that production company is what sold their rights to broadcast to CBS, and CBS puts it on the air. So it's a nice separation between the two of them. Should and now they we see- be separate? Ah. <sighs> So here's my thing. They, they, they were separate for some time. Or rather, they weren't separate, right? You, you just yeah. said when they started, they were not separate. No, the people who were but, producing and the people who were broadcasting were each, one and the same. Right, because each person who was broadcasting had like one channel to broadcast. Yes. And I think the key difference now is that people are broadcasting not just their own stuff, but their competitors' stuff. Yeah, Comcast, which owns NBC, is still required to carry the -the over-the-air signals of ABC and CBS and Fox. It's a requirement. They are also carrying all of the Viacom networks and all of the, well, I was going to say Time Warner networks, but hey, sooner or later that's going to be Comcast. So is it, it's hard to see this line that was very definite in the past become blurred and or non-existent like it was in the long past. But again, like there's a difference between now and the very long past of you're you're carrying your competitor stuff. True. And they didn't used to have to do that. No. So the question is, are they going to go back to it where Comcast is going to say, hey, Viacom, you, you, you're going to give us a little something something? Like, I, I think they're going to have to because they're not going to be able to. They're, otherwise, they're going to want to put their own stuff forward. Well, aren't you going to want to do that anyway? Think of 
Oh, think of my Samsung phone. Where yeah. It's an Android phone, but I look on it there and I just look at all the apps that were pre-installed on my phone from Samsung themselves. Okay, but I think that's – crapware is, is different than what we're talking about, Andy. It's not that far-fetched. They want Google, – Google created a product and Samsung, if through their hardware, was delivering – was broadcasting that product out to the world. Could you see that analogy? Ish. And so Samsung themselves is, well, hey, we can do our own programming of these horrible Samsung apps that do the exact same thing as Google apps. But there's nothing stopping you from putting the Google apps on. No, no, there's not. It's you, just, you, you still have choice there. True, yes. I still have choice because Samsung allows the choice. If it gets and, to the point and the, the the key difference is, of course, the Google apps don't run any less efficiently because it's a Samsung device. True. Ah, I was going to say that's true, except for that new Samsung watch that was announced, which is actually not one of our topics. Yeah. But now that you brought it up, go ahead. The Samsung Gear Two. Yeah. Is not running Android. Okay. It is. So. <laughs> it is running their own proprietary OS. So. Called Tizen. Tizen. Tizen, T-I-Z-E-N. I repeat, so? Samsung is trying to weed out Google from its own game. Or they recognize that Android wasn't the best operating system for a watch. True, but maybe they go from the watch to... Another phone? Another phone, yeah. Why? Android is free. I don't know, maybe they... Well, the new operating system gives you better battery life and, well, granted, less... Gives them more control. Everybody wants control. Heck, Apple. Apple controls everything from the top down. And look at how well that's working for them. It doesn't seem to be working that bad for them. Uh, until they lose control, and they're starting to. True, they are starting to lose control, but they... Right, we've, we've talked about this, that they, they've lost their vision, they've lost their leadership, and now they are starting to falter. True. But I still find this as an early warning shot from Samsung to Google saying, hey... I know you, you're liking all the, the market share you're getting with Google Apps, but you don't like have to, to be... <laughs> I'd like to also point out that the Samsung uh, Gear 2, right, the, yes. the watch that we're talking about, is designed to work with an Android device. Yes, yes it is. Like, specifically, an Android device. A large number of Android devices now, because they're saying right. it's a larger selection so than the original So it's not like they're going to sell this and be like, ah, ha, ha, fuck you, Google. They're selling this in addition to the stuff they're selling from Google. Yes, you are correct on that point. Thank you. All right. I just wanted to bring that up because it's... Okay. No, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's important to talk about, and... Getting back to the, the Comcast and Time Warner thing, I mean, that's – it's interesting to see Comcast getting so many more production agencies. Yes. And what's going to happen with that and whether or not they're going to just hand it over to their NBC division and say, we don't know what to do with this. No, I think Comcast has been trying that. The heck, the, the Comcast sports channel that they were doing for a while. Okay, but is that actually Comcast or is that just run by NBC? Comcast Sportsnet. Let's actually look that up. NBC Sports Regional Networks. So it's probably run by NBC. Right. Yep, that's run by NBC. Okay. Granted, now you could just think of them as one and the same. Comcast and NBC? Yeah. Can you? I mean, it, like, is it the same organization structure? Is it the same bosses? 
there's probably VPs for the television side and the pipes side, but there's there's still a chairman of Comcast, right? I don't know. Yes, there, there's got to be a Comcast CEO. Okay. There's got to be one man at the top. Yes. So his name is Brian L. Roberts, just in case you're wondering. He's 54 from Philadelphia, PA. So it's, yes, there could be a separation between the two of them, but there's not. Okay. But my question isn't like, are they separate companies, but is it the way that like um, Amazon and Woot are set up or Uh, Dell and Alienware, right? Like, yes, it's part of the same company, but are they really sharing a control structure? At some level, yes. At some top level, it, it has to be the same people. That is an excellent question. Thank you. I like asking excellent questions. One I don't really know the answer to, though. Oh, well, that's a little harder then. I'm I'm curious to see how the NBC Universal Comcast giant glob is all put together. Is structured. Yeah. And not only how it's structured, but how that structure is going to tie in now to Time Warner. What would that look like? Because if you think about it, Comcast and Time Warner are basically set up the same. You have an overarching pipes company who bought a bunch of production companies. So their, their, their structure is very similar. So you could almost just try and like jam them together sideways, if that makes sense. Merge it? Yeah. But in that case, as I said, would Comcast just hand over all this content to NBC? Probably. They, they, they would still keep the names, though. That's just brand recognition is number one. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I learned something interesting about branding the other week. Oh? Uh, which is to say just how effective it is. Because if you look at Axe Body Spray and oh. Dove... Okay. Right? These yes. are like two of the, the furthest apart companies you could picture. Yes, I could see that. Right? Dove is all about like the natural uh, woman and this is my body. You better love it. And Axe is put this on and you're going to have sex. Very different messages. Same company. I see. Just like Craft uh, and uh, Philip Morris, I think. Well, Philip Morris bought Craft Nabisco. Yeah. Well, that's me. Sorry. My apologies on that one. You're fine. I forgot my phone was not on silent. Damn it. That's okay. Happens to all of us. Hasn't happened to me in a while, but it happens to all of us. I think I can actually quote the last time I remember your uh, phone going off. You don't remember what you had for breakfast. How do you remember the last time my phone went off? Because I think I was still over at my parents' house, so that would have been last time I was at my parents' house. I'll have to actually... (laughs) It was like two I, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, something like that. My phone really go off two weeks ago? I think so. It might not. Um, I'm not sure. I don't trust your memory on this one, Andy. I know, because my memory is shot. Your memory is garbage. And cold medication does not help. Woo, Andy's high. I'm not high right now. Right now. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host is... Uh, never mind. Okay, moving on. So speaking on. of high, how about space? Space is, is high. Although, once you're in space, you don't talk about being high anymore. You just talk about being out. Yes. But okay, space. What about space? Uh, space and NASA. T- two things that typically go together. Okay, so NASA's JPL got a spokesperson to explain how fusion and fission work. For the Public Outreach Department of NASA's Spitzer Space Telescope, okay? Yeah, what is what what do nuclear reactions have to do with NASA? I don't know, but the they they did a little public outreach and their spokesperson is a 
Uh, homicidal AI. Gladys. Gladys. NASA got Gladys. NASA got Gladys. I mean, it was a 50-50 chance when you said that. Who was the other side? Hell. Ah, also true. But no, they got Gladys. Wow, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, and the the two people she's explaining this to, they're both wearing orange jumpsuits. Of course. Of of course. Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah. And yes, it's actually Ellen she actually did the voice and reprised her role. So this is the actual Gladys doing an actual PSA for NASA. <laughs> that's really cool. Man, Valve, that's got to be fantastic for Valve. Because you can't buy that sort of publicity. No. Assuming at some point they actually say that it's Gladys from the game portal. Do they actually things, say that? I, I don't know. I haven't actually listened to it all the way through because... I had not a chance to watch this since I was a little busy this weekend. Okay. But if so. you got if you got 10 minutes, watch the video, let me know. <laughs> we could just pause right now and watch. No, I'm good. I still have other things to do this weekend, you know. I suppose like eat and run. Yes. Edit the the show and No, no, food is number 1 on this list. It's one of those things where I forget if I'm busy, you know, to Eat food. Eating food is helpful. Very helpful. Drinking water also helpful. You should. I got that part down. I've been. I've been lots of water, especially since the IT room at our station is not set up all that great because it wasn't really built to be an IT room. So we have a portable AC unit that's sitting in a wash bin connected to basically a dryer hose that goes outside. Okay. So half of our room is a nice 68 degrees. The other half of the room where I sit is not. Much higher? Yes. How much if higher? I had, if I had a thermometer, I would tell you, but I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. But it is uncomfortably warm. We'll just put it that much. Uncomfortably warm. Yes. So I have been drinking lots of fluids. So I'm good on that part. Just the, okay. the food part is the problem. The food part. So speaking of operating systems. Yes. Windows 8, free. No, 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 not Windows 8, Windows 8.1. Yeah, with a free version? That's what they're thinking about. Nothing is official yet, but Windows is looking at creating basically a free version, which uh, people are dubbing Windows 8.1 with Bing. (laughs) Windows 8.1 with Bing? Yes. So what is limited in Windows 8.1 with Bing? We're still trying to figure this out. This This is very... When you say we're still trying to figure this out, we the public or we like Microsoft has no idea what they'll actually do. And they're saying, what if we gave it away for free? It's a little bit of both. This is, this is still a very hazy, hazy thing. Okay. With Bing. A hazy thing with Bing. Yes. That's, See what I did there? that's so poetic, Andy. Thank you. That was not a compliment. Oh. Have you ever watched the Smothers Brothers? Mm, no. We might need to fix that. <laughs> Damn it, there was a cough. Yeah, but I didn't cause it. True. So it doesn't okay. to me. That cough is dead to me. So Windows 8.1 with Bing. Why is Windows co- Why is Microsoft of all companies going basically freemium? My guess is because they want Windows 8.1 to get them. My guess. But it's a bad OS. My, my Okay, so this is what my thought is. Chromebooks. What about them? 200 bucks you get a Chromebook, right? Yeah comes with the Chrome OS. Yeah. Maybe Microsoft... Google is eating Microsoft's lunch? That's what I'm thinking. And Microsoft wants in on it? 
That's what that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh man, that that Chromebook stuff is just tearing into our profit margin since no one's buying a hundred dollar operating system for a two hundred dollar laptop. True. So my, I think this is what they're trying to think of: is how can we get Windows eight point one out to all those people with the cheap shit? You you don't. You let it go. And you oh. focus on better things. <laughs> like a better operating system? Oh, hey Oh, that one felt good. Did it? I mean, I'll agree with you that Windows 8 is, is problems. Let, let me say this. The Microsoft Live tiles seem extremely out of place in Windows Server 2012. <laughs> yes. Yes, I imagine that they would. Because who on a server is going to use live tiles? Who? Excellent question. Who's logged into the server to use live tiles? Uh, <laughs> not me. Well, what everyone... If I'm going to sign into that server, I don't want anything between me and what I actually want to do. Mm-hmm. And I highly doubt those live tiles are going are to make going it easier. going to help. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to think of like... Andy? Dave? That was weird. This whole episode is weird, so we'll just keep going. It, did it cut out for you, too? I don't know. Okay. I was saying, I was trying to figure out what a, a, a live tile on the server would look like. Like, what would you use that for? I, uh, I don't know. Maybe some sort of CPU monitoring or something? I don't know. But, like, would, <laughs> so there'd be a live tile for the CPU? I, I don't for, know. For... <laughs> Especially since 90% of the time, servers don't have a head. Right. They just sit there, and you remote into them. By a head, you mean, like, a screen. Yes. Sorry. They, they're just a box that runs, and every once in a while, you plug a monitor into them to do something. Or you remote into it. Yes. Same difference. So I, I don't know why they did that. It just makes no sense, especially since when you're trying to, you know, like get to that little sidebar thing on the right, which, you know, would work fine if you're touching the screen and moving it to bring up that menu to actually, you know, go to settings. But with a mouse, it does not work all that well. But I don't, why would Microsoft want to do a cheap version of Windows 8? I mean, I think you're right on the like they need it for the, the Chromebook market, the cheap market. But how well does Windows 8 run on the cheap shit? Designed for tablets. True. Okay, so you have a point there. So it might actually run fine on a really cheap laptop. On low-powered stuff. All right, so here's a question for you. If you were given a free copy of Windows 8, would you upgrade from Windows 7? No. No? No. Well, that answers my question. Why? Because I probably wouldn't update either. But that's not a question. Was your question, should you? No, my question is, would you? Yeah. And then I also asked myself, would I, oh, if I was okay. given a free copy of Windows Usually, 8. Usually when people say, well, that answers my question, they were not referring to the question they literally just asked. Oh. Well, I was... Just, just saying. Like, that's kind of not typical. <laughs> well, it answered my question. So I stated, well, that answers my question. So it did. Okay. Still don't think it's a smart idea, but I guess they're going to go with it anyway. They're already um, cutting discounts with uh, manufacturers. Normally it costs manufacturer $50 to pre-install Windows 8.1 on any sort of HP or Acer or something like that. Yeah, the OEM licenses. Yeah, the OEM licenses are normally $50 per use. Mm-hmm. They are down to 15 now if the final product will be sold for less than $250. Well, that's nice. 
So they're they're already trying to get it onto the cheaper products more. So so this could be a way for them to continue to do that. Yes, that is a very good point. So Microsoft and cutting prices. Who would have thought? Uh, did we talk much about? I know we mentioned Microsoft's new VP, a uh, new not VP CEO, right? Yes. Satya? Yes. That was his name, right? I don't know. I don't remember. You're asking me to remember something? You know that doesn't work. Satya Nadella, right. But there was another person that we had talked about a a while ago, Julie Larson-Green. Yes, the uh, Xbox lady. Right, who was, we we had talked about that it was possible she was getting groomed to replace Balmer, and then she wasn't even on the short list. (laughs) Okay, that was... There we go. Sad part is that hadn't been intended to be the joke. It was funny to me. <laughs> okay, score one for Dave. Uh, oh. She's leaving the division she's in. What? Yep. Where is she going now? Uh, to the applications and services group. So she's leaving hardware for software. Didn't she just join hardware? Yeah, like, like a couple months ago. Jeez. Microsoft is in complete flux right now. Restructuring, I believe, is the term that they prefer. I call it chaos. I agree. So what I was actually trying to get at was the fact that Xbox One prices have already been cut. Yes. In the UK only. Really? Yes. Sad. Yep. Not that I'm about to go out and buy one anyway. Okay, so the Xbox One launched in the UK 94 days ago. And has sold... A decent amount. Not as much as the PS4. But PS4 still, is outselling it worldwide. Uh, let's see, 1.5 PS4s in the UK for every Xbox One. So it's outselling it by 50%. Three to two. Yes. Yes. Which is 150% to 100%, so 50% more. Yes. Damn, percentages. Better, and- better to just say outselling it 3 to 2. Okay, yes. The outselling the Xbox One 3 to 2. So you, you, you would expect people, hey, Xbox One's coming out. I'm going to buy it right away. No. Three to four months later, they have cut 30 pounds off the price. Pound being the unit of, of currency, not yes. like 30 pounds of something. No, that would be a pretty heavy Xbox One if they're... If they could cut 30 pounds? Yeah. Xbox One powered by coal with a steam turbine engine in there. No, but the uh, 30 pounds is about $50 or so right now. So three months after it was released, they've cut 50 bucks off the price. And who is surprised? Raise your hand. What? 90 days? That's a... Never buy a console at launch. Yeah, the PS3, its price cut was $100. PS4. No, no, oh, the PS3. Oh, PS3. Okay, yeah. It dropped by $100 eight months after it was launched. So now this one is three months after it's been launched. Never and, buy a console at launch. And you get Titanfall for free. Ooh, but only here, in the UK. Well, actually, here in the US, I do believe we're also going to get it for free, but I'm not bundled. sure on that one. It's not yes. free. It's bundled. Oh. I mean, it, it's not going to raise the price, but it's bundled. It's not for free. Okay. But they over there in the UK, they get it bundled and they get a price cut. Yep. Andy, am I sensing, like, hostility? Are you upset at this? I find this a little silly. Andy, how much did the the box cost in England before the price cut? Uh, let's see, 429.99 pounds. Which in dollars is? Oh, something crazy. Come on. 
You have a computer in front of you. I know. I'm just trying to type right now. No, I don't mean gigabytes. I mean British pounds. <laughs> GP, GBP, rather. $720. So with a $60 price cut. Yes. Because that's, that's, in fact, that's more than what it is, right? You said it's a, a $50 price cut, 30 pounds? Yes. It is how much? 399 99 pounds pounds how much dollars andy oh you want to go back to dollars now i see how it is 670 how much does it cost in the u.s uh i don't know uh 500 so they still are paying 170 dollars more yep so you're angry why i'm not really angry i'm just more befuddled i'm thinking more amused because I was not sounding amused. I, I was sensing, like, hostility and anger. That might just be my normal hostility and anger towards you. <laughs> well, that makes me feel so good. You, you can't deny that there is a, a, there's a love-hate relationship going on here. I, I take offense to that. I think you're a wonderful person. Well, I think you're a wonderful person, too, but sometimes... I feel no hatred towards you whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, now I feel like a jackass. (laughs) Well, good. You should. No, you don't need to feel like a jackass. I I feel like it's like the grumpy old men sort of thing. I mean, it's more that I I enjoy, like, teasing my friends. And I get a a weekly opportunity to do that with you. Very true. So let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, this one you might be upset at. Okay. Nintendo. What was Nintendo do? Oh, no, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm upset at Nintendo about. Okay, what are you upset at Nintendo Frickers. about? I bought a, a Game Boy DS. Okay. About two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, because they, they immediately, like, right after that, announced, say, hey, if you buy a DS and one of these games, we'll give you this game for free. Oh, I thought you had bought a regular DS. Nope, 3DS. Okay. I have a DS. I don't need another one. Well... And yeah, this thing doesn't anger me at all because I never used that functionality anyway. So oh. go ahead. Well, if you have an original Wii and original DS, um, the multiplayer is basically going to get shut off. Yep. At the end of March. If I had just bought a DS, I would I would be furious right now. So yeah, if you had just but, bought a DS and you're like, wait a second, multiplayer is leaving in one month. But I'm not sure that you can actually buy a DS anymore. Oh, you probably can't. You have to buy that stupid Wii U. What? Come on! DS, Andy. Not not the Wii. The DS. No, okay, so yeah, yes, the Wii. But yeah, Wii multiplayer over the internet. Is also getting shut down. Yeah, that is also getting shut down. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Is this Nintendo just trying to be like, move to the Wii U? Move to the Wii U? I I don't know what they're trying to do with this, but this does not seem good. Shutting down worldwide multiplayer internet support. Like, if you go to the Nintendo website and you just look at the list of games, you're like, really? That's... It's a lot of games, but how many people are playing them? True, yeah. How many people are still playing Diddy Kong Racing? At some point, it costs more to maintain the servers than they are getting for people buying the game. So Nintendo is pulling an EA. (laughs) It's got to happen. There is no... The only long-term solution would be to open it. True. And that's really hard to do on a console. Yes, very, very true. 
So, like, I buy these games, these multiplayer games, with the understanding that, yes, eventually they're going to get shut down. There's nothing I can do about that. Unless it's a PC multiplayer game. Which it's a PC you- multiplayer and they shut it down. Then I get, like, really angry and be like, well, open up the damn server. Let me host one. It's like, have you tried the multiplayer for Railroads after it got released on Steam? Uh, I have not. I don't think you can do it. I think you can. I don't think you can. I, I'm pretty sure you can because it's advertised on Steam as multiplayer. Oh, well, try it out sometime. Let me know. Go buy it and we'll try it. I got it in that humble bundle. Then let's try it. <laughs> like I well, failed not- to see the, the issue here, Andy. Well, not at the moment. Oh, well, we're recording right now. Yes. Yeah, you want a game that's going to make Andy pissed at me. <laughs> Who thought we'd get pissed over toy trains? Who thought that we would be playing with toy trains? On a computer. In our late 20s. Kate just came and she's like, oh no, Railroads. Oh. <laughs> it's a good game. It's a good game. So what's this Grubhub IPO? Uh, it is exactly that. Grubhub is making an IPO. Really? Yep. Which I, I kind of feel like it brings us back full circle because wasn't there a, a grocery delivery company that was responsible, one of the ones responsible for the, the first tech bubble break in the 2000s? Yes, yes it was. And that's kind of what Grubhub does? Well, Grubhub is restaurants, so it's not groceries. It's, I don't know. It, it feels like Grubhub is a little bit different than ordering groceries online. Ordering... Well, you're still ordering food. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so the groceries required their own infrastructure for delivery. Yeah. Grubhub just acts like the guy answering the phone. Hello, this is Domino's. Can I take your order? Well, but it's still infrastructure on top of it because Grubhub is the one that actually delivers it, aren't they? Well, no, I thought the, the actual restaurant Oh, it's, it's, it's it. still the restaurant? So I it's just it was- a centralized place for the restaurants. Yes. And they're about to make an IPO? Yes. That feels terrible. I feel like the restaurants should be able to do that. Like, why is there one centralized place? Why? I like the fact there's a centralized place, don't get me wrong, but why does it have to be an independent company? I don't know. Anyway, it, it, a lot of interesting details come out of that because they've never released like how much they take per order. Oh. And they had to reveal that sort of information in this IPO. Which, if you really want to read this... Ex- oh, Jesus, how big is this I IPO? linked the actual filing. Dave... This, oh, numbers and daily average gross food sales in millions. It's yep. 136 million a month. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like they're going to do pretty well. We are everywhere. I love it. Oh, goodness. There's Madison. <laughs> Under 1,000 orders per day. <laughs> so it's official. If you want to spend 60 bucks, you can get a level 90 character in WoW. So what's your take? <sighs> Pardon What's your me, opinion? Pardon me, when I was playing WoW, I always thought there was, it was literally two games. There was the grind. Leveling game? Yeah, the leveling game, the grind up to level, max level, whatever it was at the time. And then the end game. And then the end game. It's actually a little more than that because there's like mid game and, and other pieces. But yeah, that's pretty accurate. No, it's not really, what mid game is there? There's a mid game. What? PvP stuff, arenas. I always saw arenas as part of the leveling. It's the break from the quests. Oh, no, no, because you can't do it to start. No, true. Things like Arathi Basin and and Alterac Valley, the battlegrounds, that's mid-game and end-game. It's both. I still saw that as part of the leveling game. But, but, you know, yes, there's also you could do PvP as an end-game in arenas. I could see that, yes. But, yeah, 60 bucks to skip that? 
Well, so the the idea is not that you skip it your first time. No. Right? You're going to want to experience the game, but Andy, I I have like four level 80 characters. Had, I assume. I think. Maybe. Did I? It's hard to say. I, I actually don't really remember. It's but lost to the it, sands of time? It kind of is. I could get it back. But if I wanted to go in there and, and play with a guild and be like, oh, you know what? I, I just really don't feel like making a, a priest and taking the time to level it. 60 bucks. There you go. All done. Think about how much money people were making charging two-level characters anyway. Oh, yeah. Very true. There was a definite market for that. Oh, yeah. And now there isn't. Well, there's going to be a market, but Blizzard's going to own it. Yeah, I suppose. I think 60 bucks is is reasonable. Well, I don't even know what the average 1 to 90 time is. For, like, how many days would it take you to do that? Well, I don't think the average is what you want to look for. What's the quickest? Uh, I don't think quickest is what you want to look for. You probably want to look for... Uh, what's the, you have to look only for characters who have made it to 90 and you probably want to look at like the mode. I could see. Okay. Yeah. But you don't want to look at just like what's the average time spent playing each character up until 90. True. Hey, if you want to pay 60 bucks to get end game, that's fine by me. It gets a lot of the jerks out of the leveling game. Although the other side of that is it removes people from the leveling game. And a lot of times leveling with other people is fun. True, but if the guy doesn't want to level, he just wants to get to the end game as quickly as possible. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Yep, just get him out of there. Now you don't need to worry about them. See, Very everyone true. wins. What is the problem here? Well, Blizzard wins. Besides Activision making a lot of money. Yep. Everyone wins. Blizzard just wins more. Yep. So speaking of money, Mt. Gox went bankrupt and lost how many billions of bitcoins? Uh, I don't know how many billions of bitcoins. In fact, probably not billions of bitcoins. Probably just millions of bitcoins, but a lot of bitcoins. Uh, disclosed that it had lost 850,000 units of bitcoin, including so, 750,000 belonging to customers. 850,000 bitcoin. Um... <laughs> So so when I read about this, what, what occurred to me, the phrase that came up with my he- in my head was, wow, I guess having a regulated government-sponsored currency really isn't that bad a thing, is it? No. Bitcoin is the new wave. It's the anti-industrial complex. Like, uh, yes, it's also not protected. Nope. So, you know, have fun with that. <laughs> Granted, the dollar actually isn't based off of anything anymore. But it's backed by the U.S. government. True, yes. That's the difference. Yes, very true. I I hate people talking about how it's not based on the gold standard anymore. Yeah, it's not. And you know what? Most other countries aren't either. And even if we did back it against the gold standard or the silver standard, as some people are asking, you can trade it for other currency that's not. Very true. Like bitcoins. (laughs) Bitcoins. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. We'll just invest in this other currency that's not regulated. and Nothing bad can ever happen because it's not regulated. It's like investing in Beanie Babies. It would be really funny is if Ty came out and just, like, flooded the market. With Beanie Babies? With, like, the ultra-rare Beanie Babies that everyone wanted, and they made the new ones indistinguishable from them. Oh, so you'd have to, like, timestamp your Beanie Baby? I swear it's the original one. Like, I swear to you, I bought it back hit, back at this point. You get, like, a black market on receipts. <laughs> Why didn't I keep that receipt? Oh, 
craziness. So, uh, random review, because we were running on the time. Oh, okay. Uh, random review, my turn. Speaking of me buying a 3DS and the fucking free game that I missed out on because I bought it instead, Pokemon Y. Pokemon Y. No, Andy. Yes. The game is actually called Pokemon Y. Like they, why? They, like, like like so the first one was Pokemon Blue. Yes. Right? And and red. Yes. Well, first ones in the US. And there's Pokemon Crystal and Pokemon Silver and Pokemon Black and White. Well, the newest ones are Pokemon X and Y. Oh, okay. So Y like the letter, not the y, letter like Y. The not like questioning my existence Y. The letter Y. Okay. Uh, it's a Pokemon game. <laughs> it's on the three. I mean, I I don't know how to really start that review because it's on the three DS, but it's a Pokemon game. So, what's the difference between Pokemon Y and you know Pokemon Black, White, Red, Blue, Yellow? Well, it's a new region first off, so it's a new map. Okay. Uh, this is the not the Kanto region. Oh, dang it! And Laura's busy. I can't ask her. I don't remember the name of the region. It's France. It's it actually France. takes place in France. So uh, there there are slightly different Pokemon because you've like French poodles that are Pokemon. I kid you not. No, and there's not. a lot of this like high society background. But it's a Pokemon game and it's really good. The The biggest difference really between this one and the ones that I remember playing and the one that, by the way, Twitch finished yesterday Twitch beat Pokemon. No surprise there. Uh, it took them 19 days of playtime. Okay. Uh, this is much easier. Much, much, much easier. Well, isn't that the the going theme of... The trend? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you played Pokemon, didn't you? Yes. Do you remember the, the first cave, Mount Moon? Yeah. The Zubats, like, every five feet? God, I hated that. Luckily, I had... Pikachu at the time. Okay, so you had a Pikachu, and you you, but like you probably took in some potions and antidotes. Yes, and escape ropes, and you'd go in a little bit, and then you'd go back out, and then you'd go in a little further, and then you'd go back out, and then you'd go almost the whole way through, and be like, "Can I push this last bit? Let me save the game, and then try and push through." And you wouldn't, so you'd die, and then you'd reset. There are people in the caves. Who heal your Pokemon? What? That seems like it's too easy. Like, you're just walking around like, oh, there's a person there. Maybe, uh, uh, cool, I get to fight them, and you go up, and they don't attack you. And you're like, um, hi? And they're like, oh, you look so tired. Let me help you and, and heal your Pokemon. What? <laughs> you mean I can just sit here? Because you do it for free, and you do it again and again and again. I can just sit here and grind? Oh. I've, got, I've got no fewer than, like, five Pokemon for free. I didn't have to trade. I didn't have to capture them. It's like, oh, hey, you, you are a Pokemon trainer. Here, why don't you take this one with you, too? I can understand trying to make it more approachable, but at some point, it's, it, it's easier than it needs to be, and I think they reached that point. Are you getting all old man crotchety on Pokemon? I am. I am. I shouldn't, but I am. It's a good game, though. I I'm think the pass. 3DS has actually gotten to the point, like, it, I know it's gotten to the point, I did it, it's gotten to the point where I, I would pay for it, where uh, between the Zelda games, um, Bravely Default, the new Final Fantasy spiritual successor game that you would have no interest in, uh, the Pokemon games, and like, there's a number of other games that are, are doing very well on the 3DS. 
and the 3D is not bad. And really? I'm not just saying that to be like, I bought a 3DS. Why did I buy this crappy device? No, it actually is not bad. Well, I guess it's so. Or are you going to recommend it to other people? There, well, you, okay, so there's there's two people. There's people who have played Pokemon in the past, and there's people who have not. Yeah. Both of them, I'd say, yeah, it's a fun game. If you like collecting things and you like a, a cute story. If you've got an OCD complex, this game could be for you. <laughs> if you've got an OCD complex, stay away. Stay far away. This game will consume your life. Because it's Pokemon. you got to collect them all. Yeah. Well, it's also because then it's a gateway, right? It's not just collecting these Pokemon. But it's playing the card game, or playing this competitively, or doing any number of things. I think trying to collect 719 Pokemon is hard enough. Is that how many are in here? I do believe so. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to have a long time playing. You're going to get your money's worth. Yep. All but right. yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say it's, it's worth the money. Okay. And there's evidently a promotion going on where you can get it for free. God damn it, Nintendo. <laughs> All right. Random topic? Sure. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Do you believe in God? Which God? It's, it just says, do you believe in God? I'm saying which God? Well, I'm saying the question does not ask you specifics. Okay. Do you believe in God? I also do believe it is not a capital G God. I do believe it was actually in lowercase. I okay. can verify. So we, we, can, we can potentially amend a little bit to be God or gods. If it's in lowercase, I mean, that makes a significant difference. Well, Dave, you are Jewish, yes? Yes. So. But that's more culture than belief system. What? You're saying Jewish is not a belief system? I'm saying there is a Jewish religion. Yes, There's okay. also a Jewish culture. So you're 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 the uh, you're culturally Jewish, not religiously Jewish. Religiously, I have no idea. I mean, like that. That's I have to classify my, myself as agnostic because I really just don't know. But you're still sticking around for Passover. Oh fuck that! <laughs> like absolutely. <laughs> Are you crazy? It's a hoot and a half. Yeah. So it, I could become culturally Jewish if I wanted to. It, it's weird. I'm really not 100% certain kind of where my belief system lies in all of this. Do you want to convert to Judaism, Andy? I mean, you basically are culturally Jewish. Let's let's put it that way. Yes, I my mother is the culturally Jewish mother. Do you identify as Jewish, Andy? I do celebrate Passover. <laughs> uh, come to think of it, Andy, you're about as Jewish as I am. Yeah, I, wow. I just don't have the curly hair. Yeah. So there's a Jewish religion, Jewish culture, and there there is like Jewish ethnicity. Yeah, I am not from Jerusalem. Most Jews aren't at yeah, this point. True. But in any case, yeah. I, so do you believe in God? Andy, do you believe in God? I've always believed that there is some sort of higher authority out there. What it is, I have no freaking idea. I believe that religion might have it wrong. But it seems a little weird if we just randomly got put here in some back-ass corner of the galaxy slash universe just on a lark, on a crazy roll of the dice. But it's not really a roll of the dice because, like, it, it couldn't happen anywhere else. Oh, it probably can happen somewhere else. It probably else. can and has happened somewhere yeah. else. But, like, these were the right conditions for it to happen. 
True, that seems a little crazy if that was just on pure happenstance. But no, but that's my point. It's like, these were the right conditions. Of course it happened. Yeah, because we had the perfect conditions for it. Therefore, ergo, it should happen here. Right. Now, whether or not you believe that the perfect conditions were there because they were there, like because that's just how things go, or because they were created by a higher power, that that changes things. Yes. Is that making it, any sense? <sighs> this is just making my whole weekend even crazier. Glad to be a part of that. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Hey, so guess who uh, suggested this random topic? Hans? Yep. Of course he did. Of course he did. I hope that we, we've satisfied his curiosity. Because oh, it's, a, it's a crazy thing to think that it might have just been the perfect location just because things just happen to be going a certain way. Like, again, as, as I'm saying, like, it had to happen somewhere. Yes. The factors had to have aligned in a large enough number of rolls of the dice. Sooner or later, you're going to roll snake eyes or you're going to roll 12s. Yep. You're going to crit sooner or later if you have enough rolls. Yep. Yay, probability. Yep. So is there a god of probability? There is probability. It is not a god. It is in no way uh, sentient. It's it's ruthless, is what it is. Oh, now I'm just doubting myself now. Also, when you actually like put that question out there, you have to answer. You're like, well, I don't. Do you believe it? Like that? I don't know. It's a tough. Question. I remember. I remember. Uh, in in my youth, I would pray. Oh yeah. Like I would close my eyes. I would sit. I would meditate, and I would pray. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I did that as well. Outside of, you know, saying grace before Christmas dinner. I don't really count that as prayer. That's that's a ritual. That's not prayer. True. Especially For some people, dad. it's prayer. Well, when my dad slaughters the Swedish again, that's it's, it's a family tradition is what it Why is. Why does your dad do it in Swedish? Because it's our, it's our Swedish Christmas dinner. That's why that's when we had the Lutefisk and all that other Swedish stuff. But... but you're not actually Swedish. <laughs> My understanding was that Christianity didn't really involve a lot of Sweden for quite some time. Well, it's the, the old Swedes that came over here many years ago. Were Christian? I guess so. A lot of them were Lutheran. Okay. I guess Lutheranism was, was pretty prevalent. Yep. So, sure? Yeah. Maybe. I- Yes, no, I don't know. It's a tough question. I feel like the random topic should have been, can you hem and haw for about five minutes? That would be great. <laughs> just, just do that for us for a couple of minutes, and that's that's good. Are you... There, well, there's also the other difference between are you religious and do you believe in God? True. Those are two different things. Very true. Sort of. No, I could see that. I could... I, there's, I swear there have been books written about that. I'm sure there are. <laughs> there aren't. Wow, we just opened a whole new market. No, it's probably already been filled by somebody. If you, if, if you think of something religious, probably somebody's already tried it. Okay. What if we make a religion about aliens? Like that? flying spaghetti monster? I was actually going with uh, Scientology, but... Oh. Six of one, half dozen of the other. One's about as right as the other one. Yep. So, if we haven't pissed off anybody yet... I think we've pissed off everybody at this point. If you're still listening, thanks for sticking with us. Yay! And I guess that's a wrap. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. 
can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>